Christmas streamers, little boys and girls everywhere. I hope you've been good so far. Because if you want to see us on this nice list, you gotta be good. Because we are getting closer and closer into Christmas, which will be in less than a week. So please, everyone, please be ready to have your letters ready and have your Christmas list ready for any means necessary. Okay, and I also welcome the parents and guardians who are sitting with their children who is ready to listen to another Christmas story, Christmas tale, by any means that has imagination worth their while. And believe me, this story is worth their while indeed. In fact, me and my little elf on the shelf are both ready for a little princess action because of the fact that it is December 15, 2022 in this episode. And of course, it's a double story today on December 15, 2022 because uh, in honor of the 30th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast, which was supposed to be last year, uh, but unfortunately COVID still made ABC not feel comfortable of doing a 30th anniversary special last year, so this year they're making it up, and of course, tonight is the night for ABC to do the 30th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast, which I'm also crossing my fingers that they will have a special memory to Angela Lansbury, which was the voice of Mrs. Potts back in the original 1991 Beauty and the Beast uh, since she passed away uh, months ago and believe me we all miss her deeply and dearly uh, so that is why there's going to be a double story uh, but the first story that we do uh, and for a reminder a double story can be both daytime and bedtime and so let's get started with our daytime story that I think all of you would like to hear uh, now let me ask you a question have any of you been curious to know if there was ever a daughter uh, that Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus ever had or a princess of Christmas well you're about to get your answer tonight well in this very book actually whether it's a bedtime story or a daytime story either way this story is gonna answer a lot of things and it's also gonna give you a little inspiration because in a way we're about to find out what made this book be possible so let's get started with a book called Holly Claus the Christmas Princess so here we go Holly Claus the Christmas Princess forever is a kingdom far away where magical and mythical creatures mingle with real-life heroes who acts of generosity and compassion live on after their earthly lives have ended ringed with glittery glaciers forever can sometimes be seen in the icy regions of our world here griffins fairies and fawns live alongside immortal heroes artists champions and great thinkers all of whom continue their lives work in the kingdom of forever and here of course lives the king of forever most generous soul of all nicholas claus also known as santa claus one december night in 1878 a boy named christopher was writing a letter to santa that's why i'm asking you all of you to be ready for your letters to santa at the north pole Santa Claus receives thousands and thousands of letters to this day and we might be thinking millions and billions of letters at Christmas, but Christopher's letter was the one that changed history. 
Dear Santa Claus, you know I have never written, I could never think of anything I needed or wanted for Christmas. But this year, I had a different idea. What do you wish for Christmas, Santa? You always answer children's wishes, but what about you? Your own. Is there one thing in the world that you wish for? What do you not have? If you will post a letter back to me, I will do all I can to bring your dream to life. Respectfully, your friend Christopher W.C. So that gives me the question to all of you. You've all written letters to Santa, right? Well, what about asking Santa about what he wants for Christmas and all that stuff. What does he wish for Christmas? Have you ever been curious? Have you ever asked questions to Santa? Like, you know, uh, for instance, when you watch that special from Rankin or whatever it is called Santa Claus is Coming to Town, you see all these letters asking questions. Why do you wear a red suit? How did you start with stockings? And so forth and so forth. Maybe this is an inspiration to write your questions in your letters. And maybe someday Santa will answer back. But for now, let's continue the story. In Forever, King Nicholas, also known as Santa Claus, was reading his letters. Tears were falling down his cheeks, and his wife, Queen Viviana, wrapped her arms around him. He was reading Christopher's letter. No one, Nicholas cleared his throat, no one has ever asked me what I wish for. Do you have a wish? asked Viviana. I wish for a child, Nicholas knew it was the one thing he dreamed of but did not have. His wish was granted. King Nicholas made an announcement to the magical inhabitants of forever. My people, this is a great day in our land, for Queen Viviana and I have been blessed with a baby daughter, the first child ever to be born in the land of the immortals. You have a princess, my friends, and her name is Holly Claus. Holly was a beautiful little girl, filled with love. It was said that she had the purest and most compassionate heart of anyone ever born. Far away in another world, there lived an evil warlock named Herakon, who had once lived in forever. Because of his acts of cruelty, he had been banished from the land of the immortals and cursed with a painful band around his head and the loss of his powers. The curse couldn't be broken, only it were to be loved by a pure heart that would be freely given to him. On the day of Holly's christening, her godmother gave her a magic locket. The locket would protect Holly from harm and remind her of the power of love. That same day, Herakon invaded forever. Using his wicked power, he, in sent, he encased Holly's heart with ice, forcing her to live only in the frosty world, lest her heart should melt. Herakon foretold a terrible future for Holly. She would be free only if she were to marry Herakon, when she was old enough to do so. Because of Herakon's curse, the gates of forever would, were locked and its inhabitants imprisoned. Santa Claus could no longer travel to the human world, and the wonder of Christmas disappeared altogether. Ooh, that's really something. Oh, that's really dark. But let's see what happens next in the story. Holly grew up in the forever, but she was often lonely without human friends to play with. She had a circle of animal companions, Tundra the wolf, her loyal guardian, 
Enti the funny penguin. Impimia, the wise owl, and Lexi, the mischievous fox. Despite their company, Holly was often, said Papa. She said one day, I know the truth. It is because of me that the gates of forever are locked and you cannot bring Christmas magic to the world. If only I could do something to lift the curse. Nicholas reassured her by saying, my beloved daughter, you are the joy of my life. You must know you are not to blame for our circumstances. I believe we will somehow find a way to break the spell and bring Christmas joy back to the children everywhere. One evening, Holly discovered a splendid treasure sitting on top a grand pedestal in her father's library, the most magnificent book she had ever seen, the Book of Forever. Every inhabitant of the land had a special page describing the accomplishment or good deed that had earned their immortality. Holly found a page with her own name on it beautifully inscribed but below it nothing was written but why is my page blank she asked her father it will be filled in time he reassured her how inquired holly one day you will perform a unique act of kindness for the people of the world and your generosity will be recorded here nicholas replied it is your life's purpose and it will be made clear to you when the moment is right. Holly wondered how she could perform this special act if she could never leave forever. In her room, Holly had a magical telescope that showed her all the wonders of the mortal world. She loved to look at the beauty of the oceans and the bustle of the cities, and she longed to visit them. Someday she, but she also saw a world without Christmas, a world where children's dreams and wishes went unanswered. In one place called the Empire City, Holly could see helpless orphans wandering through the bitterly cold streets as she began to dream of bringing them all happiness. Holly found herself thinking more and more about the Empire City. She felt drawn to it by a force she did not understand yet, could not ignore. Might her life's purpose only the one that would earn her immortality and fill her page in the book of forever be fulfilled there but how to make the journey it will be made clear to you when the moment is right her father had said finally one night before christmas eve holly awoke to discover the skies glistening with a wondrous rainbow the radiant arc of color appeared to form a bridge over the gate of forever insignificantly holly knew this was her chance although leaving the Boundaries of forever meant risking a meeting with Herakon and the possibility of never being able to return. Holly put all fear aside, harnessing her own team of reindeer to slay. With their leader, Meteor, at the front of her animal, friends at her side, Holly soared across the rainbow bridge to freedom. They arrived with the dawn. The snowy empire city stretched out beneath Holly, glowing with light and its own spirit. Gently, softly, and the sleigh landed in Central Park, a ragged band of children was huddled around a small fire, and Holly approached them. She explained that she was new in the, to the city, and one of the orphan, a boy named Jeremy, offered to help her find a job and a place to live. Jeremy led Holly to Carol's curiosities and wonders, a shop filled with magnificent toys of all kinds. There Holly met kindly Mr. Klenner, who ran the shop, and its mysterious owner, Mr. Carroll. Mr. Klenner 
offered Holly a job in the toy shop. All day long, she met an endless stream of children and helped them find the toys of their dreams. Just as the rays of the setting sun were glinting through the window, a tall, dark man appeared in the toy shop. He said his name was Hunter Hartman. Perhaps you can help me, miss, said Mr. Hartman. I have to buy a number of toys, gifts for poor people. For poor children, he added quickly. Of course, Holly agreed to help him, and together they selected dozens of toys. Once Mr. Harmon had finished buying the toys, he invited Holly to attend the opera with him. Although there was something about Mr. Hartman that made her uneasy, she agreed to join him that evening. Holly wore a beautiful gown covered with magic crystals and made a pattern of enchanted lace. Mr. Carroll was at the opera too. Holly saw him watching her, as she felt as if they, know they had known each other forever. After the performance, Mr. Hartman tried to entice her to remove her locket in exchange for a magnificent necklace of diamonds and pearls. All at once, Holly realized that Mr. Hartman was a really hericon in disguise, trying to trick her as she refused to remove the, remove the locket. Holly fled from Mr. Hartman and returned to the toy shop. It was late at night. As she walked up to the stairs and discovered a richly carved door, Holly gently pushed it open and beheld an amazing sight indeed. Mr. Carroll was standing on the other side as if he had been waiting for her. He showed her around his secret workshop. Holly was astonished by the hundreds of toys and inventions that bubbled and buzzed across the floor. Through the air and up the walls, Mr. Carroll and Holly talked late into the night about the wonder of the toys he had created. This reminds me of Sam's workshop in forever, she told him. Strange. A strange look came over Mr. Carroll's face. Don't you believe in Santa Claus? Holly asked. I did when I was a boy, he replied. I even wrote Santa Claus a letter once asking what he wished for, and I got an answer. He laughed and pulled a dusty, unopened letter from his desk to show her, but I never opened the letter. That was when the Christmas my mother went away and I stopped believing in everything. Suddenly, Holly realized who Mr. Carroll was. You are Christopher W.C., she said. It was your letter that made my father's wish come true, and I am the child he wished for. Holly told Christopher the truth, the story of her life, everything about the kingdom of forever, and Heracon, and his curse, and Santa Claus, her father, but Christopher did not believe her. It all sounded preposterous to him. Holly knew that Heracon would be back, and because she was in love with Christopher, she worried that Heracon might try to hurt him. The only way to ensure his safety would be for her to leave the toy shop altogether. Taking the locket from around her neck, she gave it to Christopher. I know you do not believe me, Holly said, but promise me you will keep this forever. It will protect you as it has protected me. Ooh, Holly's in love with the man that used to write to Santa when he was a little boy about what Santa wished for. Ooh, this is really becoming... Ooh. Oh, what happens next? We're about to find out. Get ready for the suspension. Holly left Christopher alone in his workshop, feeling sad and confused. He opened the letter. Dear Christopher, in your letter you asked me a question that I had never before been asked. I thought that you should know my wish. It was for a child of my own. Because of your selfless 
love, and willingness to give instead of receive. I have been blessed with a daughter, Princess Holly, and your name will be inscribed in the book of forever. Your admirer, Santa Claus. Christopher Winter Carroll stared at the yellow paper. He knew now that Holly had been telling the truth. For a moment he stood still. He must find Holly and for the he held his hand to the locket and one thing that would save her. He dashed on from the shop. Holly waited for Herakon in the park. The weather had turned warm because of the deadly spell that Herakon had cast. The snow was melting, and so was Holly's heart. She began to feel weak, and her breathing grew labored. At all at once, Herakon appeared before her. Just say the word, and I'll save you, he sneered. You'll feel neither pain nor sorrow again, ever again, for all eternity. Never, Holly whispered. Holly, a voice shouted. It was Christopher. In that moment, Holly knew how to conquer her enemy with love. She turned to the evil warlock. If you will let Christopher live, I will not only go with you willingly, I will love you. Herakon looked at her in amazement. How could she love him after all he had done to cause her misery? In his own heart, he felt a tiny bit of warmth began to grow, and with that, the whole being exploded in moments. The only thing that reminded of Herakon was a small circle of ashes. The warlock's curse was conquered by Holly's act of love. Far away in the kingdom of forever, the big gates swung open. At last, Santa Claus could once again bring the magic of Christmas to the world. Joining hands, Christopher Winter Carol and Holly Claus stepped into the sleigh that would take them home. Inside of the king's library, shimmering words began to appear on the page that had always been blank. Holly Claus, the Christmas princess, the courageous young woman who followed her heart and saved Christmas with her love. Holly's story would now be inscribed in the book of forever. For all time, not every child in the world would know the magic of Christmas forevermore. From the deck of Holly Claus, my story does not end here. The magic continues. I live in the land of the immortals, in the kingdom of forever. I would love to hear from you. So please send me a letter at the following address. Holly Claus, the royal palace, the kingdom of forever, the land of the immortals, 90209 Dash one two two five. Yours in enchantment, Holly Claus. P.S. Please visit me at hollyclaws.com. All right, so that was the story of Holly Claus, the Christmas princess. Now that was a story to behold, everyone. Now that we know that Santa has a daughter, and now that we know the magic of Christmas lives on in Holly Claus and everything else, we all know that this was a very good story full of drama, suspense, love, and so much more. Well, in the meantime, this is Ty, T-I-E, Together Individual Entertainment with my triple M, Elf on the Shelf. Uh, we are happy to say happy holidays and Merry Christmas. See you in well, we cannot wait to tell you our next story. Bye!